0: Good morning. It's good to be with you on this uh, wonderful Monday. It's good to be together um, studying God's Word again. I hope you've had a great weekend. I hope everything went well for you. We had a great weekend at St. Matthew's, um, great weekend with family. So, um, yeah, God's good. It's always always good to have a weekend of rest. But it's good to crank back up our routines on this Monday morning and get back into God's Word. So today we're going to pick back up in um, Acts 23 we will be in Acts 23, verse 12, and we'll read through verse um, 22. Acts 23, verse 12 through verse 22. We see this. In the morning, the Jews joined in a conspiracy. I'm going to come back to that in a second. And bound themselves by oath, neither to eat nor drink, until they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 who joined this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have strictly bound ourselves by an oath to take to taste no food till we have killed Paul. Now then, you and the council must notify the tribune and bring him down to you on the pretext that you will make a more thorough examination of his case, and we are ready to do away with him before he arrives. Now the son of Paul's sister heard about the ambush, so he went and gained entrance to the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurion and said, Take this young man to the tribune, for he has something to report to him. So he took him and brought him to, to the tribune and said, The prisoner Paul called me and asked me to bring you this young, bring this young man to you. He has something to tell you. The tribune took him by the hand and drew him aside privately and asked, What is it that you have to report to me? He answered, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow. So they were going to inquire more thoroughly into his case. But do not be persuaded by them there are more than 40 of their men lying in ambush for him. They have bound themselves to an oath to neither eat nor drink until they kill him. They are ready now and are waiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the young man, ordering him, tell no one that you have informed me of this. Okay, so we see Paul is still in the custody of the Romans. And everything, everything that happens from the moment Paul was arrested, is in the in the 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 plan in the through line for getting Paul to Rome. So he is now in Jerusalem, uh, but he must now start the process of being transferred to Rome. So spiritually, practically, what's happening is yes, there is a threat to Paul's life. Um, there is a threat to to him, and the Roman Tribune does not want. Paul to be killed. He wants Paul to be protected. So we see that is what's practically happening here. But spiritually, what's happening is, is, is that God is pushing things towards their resolution, which is going to be Paul and Rome, as we've said several times thus far, and we'll continue to say throughout the rest of Acts, Paul and Rome preaching the gospel the to the emperor preaching the gospel to the church in Rome allowing the church to take root in the roman empire so that the church can then spread all over europe and all over the world that is what is happening spiritually so we see a difference between the practical a b c d that's happening here a leads to b b leads to c c leads to d we see that but there's a deeper spiritual reality that is in play here what i what i said i wanted to talk about at the very beginning was in verse twelve. It says, "In the morning, the Jews joined a conspiracy and bowed themselves to an oath." Okay, just just always remember, always remember when you read the Gospels, when you read Acts, um, when you hear the phrase "the Jews," always remember that's that's um, that's a shortcut that that it that is that is a that that's a stand-in for um, the religious leaders. These these men here. Who went to the chief priests? These were not just random Jews. These were individuals. Um, these were individuals who were in relationship with the high priest. The this, they were individuals who were um, in league with them. And so, when you hear the word "the Jews," always remember that shorthand for religious leaders. Just I, I want to make it clear because if we're going to talk about Jews, remember Paul was a Jew. So just always remember that. It's, it's like in the Gospels. Particularly in John's gospel, hear the phrase the Jews. So always remember the shorthand for religious leaders because Jesus was Jewish. So just want to always, anytime I see that phrase thrown about in the gospels or in Acts, I always, always want to give clarity. Make sure you understand what is meant when you hear that phrase. Not talking about all Jewish individuals; it's talking specifically about those that were religious leaders. These would have been young men. They would have been probably scribes, maybe teachers of the law, maybe lawyers, folks like that. Folks that maybe not, maybe not have they may not have been on the Sanhedrin. They may not have been on the religious council, but they would have been in definite relationship with them. So, just want to always talk about that anytime I see that in scripture, but. See Paul's nephew go to the Tribune and say, "There's an ambush for Paul that's planned, being planned here. They're going to try to trick you. Um, don't fall for it." So their Tribune hears this, and he send he's going to send Paul. We're going to read uh, tomorrow how Paul will be sent to um um to the to the governor, and will be um will be able to preach and teach um there. And um, Caesarea, so that, that's where this is headed, but I just, I want to come back to this notion, that there's always, I heard this put put like this one time, life is lived moving forward, but understood looking backwards, Paul may or may not have, well, Paul knew that he was going to go to Rome, he, he knew that was going to happen, but he may not have understood, understand how everything happening here is hastening that arrival at Rome, uh, don't always understand what God's doing honestly we don't always understand God's plan until sometimes the plan is brought to completion Um, sometimes when they are in the midst of what God's doing when we're in the midst of God's plan when we're in the midst of what God is up to we don't have any real understanding of what God's doing that's very common so when we don't know that, we have to always cling to the spiritual truth that God's at work. That God's going to bring something good out of every situation. That God is always hastening and always furthering his plan. Um, Paul um, was nearly killed here. if <laughs> The Tribune had not agreed to do something else with Paul if the young man had not been allowed into the barracks. If he had not overheard, frankly, this plan, Paul could have been killed, but he wasn't. God was at work. So today in your life, you may look at your calendar. You may look at your to-do list. You may look at just the stuff that's happening. Just think, okay, just an ordinary, ordinary day. Just I have these tasks to do. I have this meeting planned. I have this, I have that. When in the reality is that there is a spiritual reality or a spiritual world that's at play that is that is at work that your eyes may never see and that you may never understand. Uh, there's a spiritual reality at work. That's what's happening with Paul. The 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 regular day to day stuff was going on. The the traps, the plots, the plans. The Hearing the overseeing, all these type things the Romans, the, the religious leaders, all these things were at work. It was all to further God's plan, and so it was all to further what God was up to, it was all to further what God was doing. So, um, I, I think that's something we can take, we can take comfort in. I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel uh, maybe in a uh, maybe a little bit too much pressure, uh, that I'm gonna mess up or I'm gonna do something or I'm gonna make a mistake. That's gonna really mess up what God wants to do. Uh, I feel that way a lot. I put a lot of pressure on myself to be perfect, to always get it right, to, to not make a mistake. And so sometimes I feel like, well, golly, if I get this wrong, or if I do this wrong, or if I make this mistake, or or whatever, if I do these things like that, then you know, then something bad is going to happen. But reading these stories like this today. A reminder to me, it's a reminder to me that we can't disrupt God's plan. That God's going to do something our minds can't conceive. God's going to do something that we can't understand. So don't don't put so much pressure on yourself to get it right today. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to get it right. We feel that way sometimes, but you don't have to. You don't have to worry about getting it right. Just be faithful. Just be faithful, and God will take care of the rest. So today I hope and pray you have a great day today. I hope that uh, you have a great week this week. Uh, I'm going to, I've got a small thing I've got to do medically this week. So I'm going to be out of uh, pocket for at least one day this week. But um, we should be up and going throughout our our week this week. So thanks for joining with us. We're getting closer to the end of Acts. And I'll be finishing up soon. Thanks for joining us. Be faithful. God's got this. You don't have to put all the pressure on yourself. Just be faithful. God has it. Thanks for watching or listening. Have a great day.